Mike, turn your games down. Hi, we're going to another movie episode of Game My Mom Found. I am Mike Coverton, and who's the little shits with me tonight? Be me, uh, Kenneth Sanity, the resident hater. <laughs> and I am the katana-loving Joe Butler. <laughs> All right. And we are here to talk about a movie that I, I wanted us to talk about. A Son of Batman. Another Batman film, of course. A DC Universe direct-to-DVD film that came out in 2014 that I had not seen since probably 2015. Or 2014, I don't know. I don't remember. So, Ken, when was the last time you've seen this movie? Well, before I watched it again for the podcast, the last time I saw this was probably about two years ago. Uh, first mm-hmm. time watched at that point. Uh, I avoided this. Uh, like the plague, for some reason or another. I don't know. Um, oh, I should probably get my catchphrase out of the way real quick. Damien Wayne's a fucking punk! I'm sure we're going to hear that more than once throughout this episode. Oh, it's okay. Yeah, I, have, I have the worst uh, the worst version of Damien you'll probably hate, Kenny. I'll tell you two later. Oh, God. I mean, you're not wrong. Damien is a little shit in this movie. Yep. He's a little shit for at least three movies. Yep. <laughs> Okay, I haven't seen because this is part of like a trilogy sort of there's Son of Batman, Batman vs. Robin, and then Batman Bad Blood, I think, wraps it up. I think. Yeah, right? okay. I believe that's right. They're also pretty close together. One each year. Oh, yeah. Holy cow. They were really <laughs> churning these out for a while. Oh, yeah, they, oh. they were. I mean, these movies are coming yeah. fast. This was uh, probably pretty close to whenever the new 52 was coming to its final end, which is what the comics are based off of. You know, their usual time to make a new universe line, retcon a bunch of just really silly, stupid things. And then, uh, you know, create a new universe where, you know, where this universe leads off to where, you know, we don't have Bruce Wayne's Batman anymore. And it's Commissioner Gordon for some reason. Oh, that's it. right. This was the rope. This was before the robot, right? Yeah, this leads into the before robot the armor. Yeah. Isn't that probably the new 52 uh, arc? Or are you talking about something completely different? So it's it's new 52. And then there's a flash, which is which always resets the universe. There's a flashpoint, and then that leads into uh, which is the previous line where Bruce Wayne gets amnesia, forgets he's Batman. There's a Commissioner Gordon running around in a onesie, and then a, a separate, sometimes separate, sometimes the same robot Batman. But that was last arc. This arc is like a new futuristic city one where Bruce is Batman, but he has no money. And then there's a black Batman and all kinds of weird, silly shit. Okay. I have no idea what you're talking about. Is that uh, Batwing? The the black, the Batman? black Batman? I'm not sure. I think it's one of Lucius Fox's kids, but it's not the one that becomes uh, Batwing. God, how many? What's wrong? People <laughs> just having kids. They should stop. No, but that's not <laughs> <laughs> what we're talking I... about today is the base on the movie Son of Batman, which is part of the New 52 line when they did. They kind of had a little continuality going for movies at, at this point where they had like 16 animated films, I think, that were in a row. And this is in the middle of there. At one point, I, I thought about us doing all 16 in a row, but obviously you could tell that did not happen. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, yeah, no. I and it didn't decided. happen because we value what we have of our sanity. Oh, no, it's just, I mean, that, sure, you can put that reason. I mean, it's not the real reason, but sure. You I don't value almost, my sanity. You could almost say we value our Kenneth sanity. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so I, I, I didn't remember a lot about this movie. I remember the villain was Destro, and that was about it. I really remembered very, very little. Yeah, I mean, this is this is one of those weird things because I don't. I, let's take Damien out of the whole thing. 
real quick. Deathstroke versus Rachel Ghoul, in which Rachel Ghoul is not the bad guy. <laughs> Pull your head out of your ass, DC. What are you doing? What I mean, are you it's, doing? It's also weak. I mean, this. I feel like this is probably the first story with Rajagul, Razagul, also in this movie universe. I'm pretty sure, and and like one of the early times of him being introduced into the New Fifty Two. Yeah, I guess. But uh, anyway, <laughs> I, I know this is also supposed to be based on a storyline from. Before the New Fifty Two in two thousand six, apparently, is what the what Wikipedia, Wikipedia told me, which I don't know if that's true. But yeah, it's based on uh, Grant Morrison's Batman and Sons story arc. Okay, and they just kind of retconned Deathstroke into it. <laughs> I don't know for the movie. Uh, what what flavor do you want your your racial ghoul vengeance? Do you want Deathstroke that was a member that was kicked out, or do you want Bane as a member who was kicked out? Oh, I want Bane! <laughs> Deathstroke. Deathstroke. Bane. 100% I, I don't want. I'm tired of Bane. What? Why? Heresy. Because Arkham. I've played too many Arkham games lately and tired of Bane. Oh, that's fair. They use Bane way too much in those games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know who else they use way too much in those games? Joker. Yup. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they do. Well, I mean, hey, that's one thing about this movie that it, that it gets an A plus for. There's only one scene of Joker in one random part when he's walking around Arkham Asylum. Yep, and, that's and it. it's fine. It's a it's a little Easter egg where Joker's laughing, and that's it. And then there's another guy that doesn't have two guns, bitch. Only just has a coin in a cell, and that and and it's just little cameos, and it's great. Yep, like, I really yep. like that. I'm I'm glad that we finally get to a Batman property with no Joker for a change. Yeah, I don't but, think the Joker's in this at all. Like the whole series. Oh, that's a nice change. <sighs> He's in too much, so that's a nice change. It, okay. It's it's like they listen to me. Thank you, DC writers <laughs> and DC animated universe people, for listening to games my mom found. I appreciate it. <laughs> this was also my first introduction to Damian Wayne. I had never known this Robin before until I first time I saw this movie. And I really kind of put that more together this time through where I'm like, okay, like, I think it's a good introduction to that character. He's an asshole, but it's a good introduction to him. In as much as he is portrayed accurately, I would agree with you. (laughs) So Damian Wayne's kind of a weird, like, use of character lately. He's the, the way Damian works lately is as he's the son of Batman. He's the blood son of Bruce Wayne. And that varies sometimes. Sometimes he's from Selena. So you always usually he's from Talia. Talia. Yeah, Talia. He shouldn't and, be uh, from Selena. There, there's yeah, every no. yeah, there's every once in a blue moon he's he's from Selena. I think Batman Brave and the Bold he is, and that's like the only one I can remember right now. I don't like that. Yeah, well I don't either. It it's also a really weird thing where this this was written into Batman way in the nineties. And uh, it's it's kind of a bad taste in the mouth because it, it uses the same plot as in the movie, where if I remember correctly, the way Damien is conceived is Batman is in a desert trying to survive, tripping out on cactus juice. And he thinks he sees Talia and then he wakes up back in the Batcave and is like, oh, I felt like I did something wrong. And then Damien pops out. Mm-hmm. This version is I mean, not... not right away, but <laughs> yeah. This version isn't the same. I'm like this, I mean, they only they don't mention it till I think midway through or no, 
in the first like in the first section of the movie they, they mention it where she talk they make a he make a comment about how he was kind of drugged. They don't say exactly, but he was essentially raped. Yeah, so. he was he was date raped. Yeah. Which I'm I'm glad they don't go into it very much. <laughs> it kind of is a messed up storyline, but yeah. it, it's really bad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean no, it, it's it, not it's not right for anybody. I wish they wouldn't lean on it as a crutch for narrative devices. Yeah, like, they don't need on. to. It didn't. You could have come up some other way, but I mean, hell, yes. it's, a, it's a world of gods and monsters. Like, you can come up with something else. <laughs> Simple. Here's Batman. an easy solution. Batman's lonely, Talia's hot, and wants to, like, go to b- the bone zone. Done. Yeah, Why yeah, you gotta make the, it weird? The, um, what is it? The, uh, <laughs> the bat suit doesn't have bat condoms. Plain and simple. Uh, they're weird. DC's weird with their Batman. Remember, Batman couldn't go down on Harley Quinn, or I think it was whoever the hell, or Catwoman in the Harley Quinn show. Like they're just weird with Batman. <laughs> Batman couldn't have sex. Yeah, and now he's in the feet from the new trailer. So I mean, <laughs> but I mean, one thing like when this movie starts off, you have a whole scene of like of these random ninjas or assassins attacking this mon. Well, monastery is kind of one way. That I think I, I want to put it. And it was very weird to me. I mean, I knew what was happening, but I'm thinking to myself, why does nobody have projectiles in this monastery? They all have swords. All you gotta do is send a bunch of people with guns and everybody's fucked. Like it's not honorable. Yeah, but you they, think you would have some kind of way to stop it. They hold their own. There's a part where Talia shoots a whole ass arrow through a fucking helicopter. Oh yeah. No, I won't disagree with that, but pretty... like it just seemed to me like you would have you'd want to have some way to defend yourself. Better than all right, start cranking that. We're gonna get our arrow cannon launch. Like the guy has freaking trebolts at one point. Trebolts being the catapults, they only work in a case where the item you're trying to hit isn't moving. I mean, they do hit something moving, which is not how that works. But whatever. <laughs> it bothered me. There's bothered a me. there's also a brief showing of uh, that race has tries to have a kid like every generation because there's like a weird old man and Talia and she calls him brother before he gets totally sniped. Yeah, that was kind of... He, he was really old, too, so I was kind of confused. Like, what the hell? Gotta keep the bloodline going. Yep. Yeah. The other thing that spooked me is when uh, Deathstroke comes out and he has two eyes. Yeah, what the hell was this? <laughs> yeah, that, that bothered me, too. Yeah, I can tell you right now what this is. There's sure. two words for what this is. Pure bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It was weird because, like, he always, from what I understand, doesn't he always have that eye? Like, he lost it when he's much younger, I thought. In, it depends, again, on the continuity of the comic. And, uh, like, I don't understand why you just can't tell a story and keep it going. Why you always got to retcon everything. Like, this is probably, I don't know, D- DC's 15th reboot. <laughs> like, it, it's ridiculous. It is ridiculous just tell a story it's fine <laughs> i don't know i didn't it, i didn't like it i mean it was i mean in one part it was cool that it's damien who when they're fighting he takes out his eye but at the same time i'm like why did you because in everything i know of a slate wilson destro he always has that eye been injured forever yeah like that's just part that's of the character makes him destro yeah so i don't understand why they went with that but i don't think there's an answer for that so well, the way I see it is, it's kind of like how the new Spider-Man games are rolling out. This is kind of where, like, this is technically Batman's second movie, because the Justice League counts as all their first movies. And the Justice League movie was the only movie where, like, it's, it's the first movie, but it's the only other movie that he's in. 
And so you kind of have a weird thing where Batman doesn't have a lot of villains, then he kind of does. You can use the excuse of like, oh, Deathstroke's only been Deathstroke for maybe a year or two. So, But that doesn't work when he's that old. Because whenever you get Deathstroke, he's always an older character. Like in this, he's old. Yeah. I don't like the way they the take on him that much in this. It kind of bugs me. It might surprise everybody out there. I don't like the take of most of this movie. But you're <laughs> right. That doesn't sit right. <laughs> It's okay. There's there's one huge issue that I have with this movie, and we'll get to it when it gets there. Okay. I mean, I like Talia's character. I I mean, she doesn't do a whole lot other than she's hot, and I, I liked her. I like just I thought she was fine in this, like the character, what they did for the like, especially in the beginning, like the whole idea of her having you know Damien, then you know she's and like the the idea that the reason why Slade is so upset, Deathstroke, is because he was supposed to be the next one in line of power to take over for Ra's al Ghul, and because of him, you know, having Damien, they're like, oh, we're gonna go with, you know, Batman's blood instead. I, mean, I did like that. To me, it made sense, but I don't blame him for being pissed. Not one bit. I, don't. Oh, I uh, mean, he's an, look. He's an old man. Okay. Yeah, he's an old man, but he's an entitled person. Somebody got the thing that I feel belongs to me. Wah! Who's that sound like? That's right, Damien fucking Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, God, you see Entitled Wayne multiple times in this movie, like super entitled. And I there's one part like early on when he comes to the Batcave because Talia brings him because of the whole camp being destroyed. And he, I forget what he's he's asking Alfred for a few things. And I, he's like, wouldn't you like some warm nuts instead? There's <laughs> something about nuts. I didn't understand that. But I'm like, ah. I, I like Alfred, that Alfred gets smart with him. I, I did Alfred like that. Gets very smart with him. And it's like the best back and forth. But it, it's. It's the very instance of whenever they bring Damien in, he he wants to drive the bat car. He, you know, he's carrying around a katana for a, how old do you think he's in? Is like eight, ten? I want to say he's ten. I would say ten or twelve. Wait, I'm guessing. How old were you guys when you got your first katana? Twenty-one, twenty-two, uh, something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that's about right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, because see, Damien getting a sword at that age did not surprise me at all. No, I mean, like that just felt assassins. normal. Well, I'm not in the League of Assassins. <laughs> Did you get a sword at 12 years old? Yeah, actually. Oh. <laughs> Lucky. I got a machete that I found in my in my closet that was apparently my grandfather's that I don't know what the hell ever happened to it now. And I'm kind of like, oh, but so, I mean, I was like 15 though when I found it in the closet, literally in the closet. And my dad's like, oh, yeah, I was going to give that to you someday. I <laughs> forgot it was there. It's mine now. I don't know what the hell happened to it, though. <laughs> I have a sword, though. I have a master sword, actually, to the right of me <laughs> with my initials engraved on it. But that's the only sword I have. And I was 33 when I got that. So <laughs> nobody gave me a sword at 12 years old. So one, one of the weird things that my husband makes fun of me a lot for, and this movie technically can't use the excuse, is the overuse of katanas. Because technically, I think in some form, the, the Al Ghul family is supposed to be like Arabic. Yet they use Chinese armor and they because I'm not going to lie, the armor in this is really good. The one that uh, Raish is using in the beginning and the one Damien has he's wearing is his little toddler self. And uh, <laughs> but they use katanas, which are Japanese. So their whole and they're assassins, which is also Japanese. So the whole thing doesn't make any sense. The way that I take it is sense. writers, the simple yeah. like it's just that that's what's more popular. The Japanese culture folded 1000 times. <laughs> my whole my whole theory on this is Rachel Gould has been around like five ever at this point. 
he has seen empires rise and fall, and he just cherry picks the best things from them. I get that. Yeah, because he's like, like he, they do make a comment yeah. in this movie that he's five hundred. So I feel like he just kind of, hey, that armor's pretty dope. I'm a, I'm gonna take it. I like those swords. I'm gonna <laughs> do it. You didn't see the hats, but I guarantee you they have some killer sombreros that oh. they stole from Mexico. So I, I do have a question. Early on, when you see them, like the place gets attacked and everything, and then Deathstroke pretty much just burns them alive. Do you think he was actually dead? When they, they're going to put him in Lazarus pit, and they're like, oh, he's too far gone to put him in Lazarus pit, and they just walk away. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's dead. Or at least he shouldn't. Hell be. no. So the the Lazarus pit's always a fucking weird MacGuffin, and I think it's in this where, like, they, they say that they're like, oh, he's too far gone, but I'm pretty sure, like, the Lazarus pit does not care as long as you are, if you're even dead, as long as you're not a pile of dust, as long as you have a body, you'll come back. I mean, it happened yeah, to Jason Todd. He came back. Not too well, yeah. but he came back. He, got, he eventually got it sorted. Kinda. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I didn't follow along that far or watch any movies with that, so. Well, I mean, he's in the Red Hood. Gotham Knights. <laughs> mm. I'm, re- I'm really excited for that. But mm. The game, right? Not the show. Yeah. <laughs> we had a whole conversation about the show. I'm not goddamn excited about the show. I, we <laughs> talked about that on our Batman episode last time. <laughs> oh, no, I remember. I just wanted to bring it up again. I just find that weird. I just, that, like, Raza Ghoul, they should have been, and they don't even put him in the in the pool. They just go, Damien, we have to leave. To me, it feels very much of, like, they know they're going to revive him, but they don't want to in front of Damien. So they just walk away, because I, I really don't believe that his that his followers just left him, his, you know, burned body just left him there. I'm sure they put him in there as soon as he left. As soon yeah. as they left. Oh, yeah. 100%. And, you know, Damien is, you know, a child. But he's also a child that's already exhibiting a lack of appreciation for death. Like, he's already too over the top. If he knows that death doesn't matter, he's just going to take risks and do stupid things. Stupid-er things, I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah, because he he does... Okay, that makes sense. Maybe that's what they were going for. Maybe that's why... Because, again, I I really do believe that Ra's al Ghul in the canon and fiction of this was not dead at all just oh hell no so okay it's just weird like it was just strange to me and then like the whole movie is this idea that they're trying to kill slade and he has a whole fuck ton of people working for him in this movie mm-hmm. i mean we're talking a fuck ton <laughs> i don't know where he got all these resources i mean because he was in in i don't remember in the regular like pre-new 52 canon if he i don't know if he was part of the League of Assassins then too, or that's a newer thing that, that they that they did. I want to say that's a newer thing. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say the arrow does it. Mm. Oh, he was part of that in the arrow in arrow too. Yeah, that that was the weird plot line. Is they steal from like the the Dark Knight Rises too, where there's like a weird flower. The uh, oh, the shad the, the League of Shadows has that basically is steroids, and uh, Roy Harper takes it for a while, and he ends up doing some stuff he's not supposed to. And then I think uh, yeah, and then Oliver the fuck is this fucking Oliver Queen? Oliver Queen. I don't want to say Oliver Green. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> Oliver Queen joins the league. It's really weird because the Arrow is just a Batman TV show, and yes. they just don't want to admit it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't know. It's just it was just kind of interesting to me, like to see that, and I wasn't sure how I felt about it. But one thing that I, I do want to mention that happened pretty early on that I really did like is. 
What do you guys think of the Killer Croc in this? <laughs> I always like Killer Croc when he's more Croc than man. He wasn't this, that's for sure. Yeah. So See, I don't know Killer Croc very well. Like, I know the version in Arkham, and then the other only other version I was ever really introduced to, I'm not counting that stupid Suicide Squad movie, is I want to say Killer Croc in the original Batman animated series, where he's really just a, big, a tall gray man. <laughs> essentially, right? With weird teeth. Yeah. I, I never liked him in that. I never liked the animated series version of him. I didn't care about him. It really wasn't until Asylum that I actually started to care about Killer Croc. And in, in this one, you have Killer Croc, but he has a tail. And I like how they make a comment early on. They're like, yeah, that tail wasn't, uh, he doesn't, he not, he's like, oh, you got a tail now, huh? <laughs> like, I like that. I thought that well, was Well, you funny. know, as, as things progress, you know, it stands to reason. Well, I mean, it also fits in this whole movie of what they're going for and what's all happening, which did not click for me for way, way too long as a guy who knows Batman pretty well. So <laughs> but we'll get there shortly. But just like you see Killer Croc stealing steroids. And, like, he's all hopped up on these drugs and he has a tail, like, and, and, and pretty much, like, when he's fighting Batman, he's going to kill Batman. Like, I feel like if Talia wouldn't have came and saved him, Batman would have been dead. Oh, yeah. And I thought just, that was kind of an interesting way to introduce her, you know, showing up again where she saves his life. Even though I don't know why he was getting beat by Killer Croc, but hey. <laughs> and as we were kind of mentioning earlier with the Joker and Two-Face cameo, you, uh, that they go to Arkham when Killer Croc is all tied up and been arrested and, like, he rips back because he won't talk. So Batman rips off his fucking tail. <laughs> I mean, he's just like, he's like, well, you didn't have this before. So fuck you. Off comes the tail. Which let's be honest. Rude as shit, man. <laughs> like if I had a tail and somebody ripped it off, that would not go well. Like it doesn't work out well for anybody. Look at Goku. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just thought it was really violent of Batman to do that. Yeah. Like, it didn't feel like Batman. It did not. You know, whatever. We're not making the movies. God help us if we were allowed to make the movies because they'd be good and not have Damien. <laughs> also, like, when you first get introduced, you get introduced as random scientist about shortly into the movie. And oh. they say his name. I think they say his name pretty quickly. Like, Langstrom. My. It did not click who he was for the longest uh, time. Oh, oh, I was yeah. going to say, I was like, oh, Mike, could you not figure this out, this movie? <laughs> No, and I should have known because I know the like I know Langstrom, I know that name, and it did not click. And then all of a sudden, I'm it was midway when they're talking about mutagens. I'm like, oh, okay, now I know. It, it took it was before I got to see the actual man bass that it clicked. Oh, it's it's man bat. <laughs> but it took me way too long to put that together. Yeah, what uh, what keeps Langstrom from becoming man bat is having a family, apparently. Yeah, because he's not experimenting on himself then. I guess. What, one of the one things that I'm sure I'm sure Kenny hates, but I love part of a part of this movie is you have Damien running around Bruce's whatever front yard would be. And he's like slicing up bushes, which is totally something a 12 year old would do. Yes. Yeah, it is like, come on, man. That was professionally landscaped. All right. Just because you want to cut something does not give you the right to just <laughs> completely trash somebody's landscape. You little entitled piece of shit. <laughs> I mean, he is so entitled when you get everything he gets to the house. And, 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 and I offer like one point too, where they drop off like the nuts joke. And then he's like, here for your entertainment. He puts cartoons on for <laughs> like, I just, it's great. It's, it's freaking funny. 
I really liked it. I really liked their atmosphere and how Damien's a dick to everybody he meets for the first time. He's a dick to Alfred. He's a dick to Batman. We'll get into it later, but he's a dick to Nightwing. Like He's just a dick. I, I hate to do it, but I'm going to defend it. I don't want to, but I'm going to. He went from being Damien Al Ghul, a League of Assassin, you know, basically a protege to the throne. And now he's Damian Wayne being treated like a child. I guess I would be pissed off, too. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> but still, fuck him. <laughs> and there, there's a weird thing where they also, I'm pretty sure it's a thing, too, where it's like, I don't, you know, Talia told left him here, says there's some stuff going on, so he really shouldn't be leaving the house, even though he escapes the house, like, twice. Yes, of course. Pretty damn quickly, too. He's a ninja. Yeah. What, what goes of closed window going to do against a ninja? Not much. Come on. I really like it that she that he leaves though. Like that, there's an early scene where you see which. Okay, this also amusing because I mean we have watched a lot of Batman properties on this show. Anyone can watch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and like to see Damien, like to see Bruce Wayne being Bruce Wayne, like he's going to Wayne Enterprise. And like, oh, you have this meeting Wayne and this and this, and like him actually doing that. Like you don't get that a lot. I, yeah, I really it's like that. Refreshing. I mean, it's, it's only like a five minute, you know, like a two minute scene, but it was still nice to see and then he walks into the into the conference his, his office and damien's just sitting there like eh, somebody's you know smuggling you know stealing money from us <laughs> or something like that it was just funny and they're like what the fuck is this kid just doing here in the ceo's office like what the fuck like it was just funny dude. he's like <laughs> we're done bye <laughs> i liked it and then you have bruce immediately thinking oh fuck i can't let people know i have an illegitimate child the goddamn news will have a field day with this i mean it's not wrong <laughs> no, and it's also no, not, it fr- not. I mean, if you're a rich fucking man like that, of course you're going to have them, you know, kids that you might not. Re- yeah, I just think that would happen too. Because he, I mean, one, he's a rich playboy. Like it's going to happen. I know most of his hey, fans, man. but still, maybe this suit has bad condoms. All right, <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, I, okay. <laughs> on one hand, sure, fine. Rich guy turns out a bastard. Who cares? It happens all the time. <laughs> but. This is Bruce Wayne. This is not just a rich man. This is the center of a city. At least the movie didn't go that I'll tell you who your mother is when I get back. Uh, At least there wasn't any of that. And we got to wait 10 seasons to find out who his mother is or however many it was. But wait, what what the hell is that from? Game of Thrones. I'm making fun of. Oh, okay. Jon Snow. Or in my case, we're waiting for the books to finish to find out. And I'm never getting my next book. So. Hey, man, from what I've heard, I guess he's too busy playing Elden Ring and <laughs> well, I don't, I don't care anymore, but it's just one of those things. That, yeah, Game of Thrones is done. Like, he'll never write another book. Yeah. If I were him, I'd just finish it out of spite just to be like, hey, hey, Mike, fuck you. Here's book six. Hey, I'd be OK with that. Actually, there's going to be two more books, but he'll be dead by yeah, that time. So, <laughs> but like, just and also like when you have him meeting Damien in the office, he also makes a comment how he hacked into their hacked into everything and. I really like that, too. I like the idea that he's very intelligent with computers, too, even though you see him in a a world that is not technology, you know, not very technological technology. So like, that was that's cool. the thing about the League of Assassins. Like, they have to be ready for anything. And as the world changed, so, too, have they changed. So it makes sense to me. Like, he's the, you know, Rachel Ra- <laughs> Ra- Ra- is basically the boomer. <laughs> and Damien is just Gen Z going for whatever computers. <laughs> and Bruce is just like the Gen Xers. Like, I, what the hell is wrong with both of you? 
Okay. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Why and not? then, like, I also kind of like, was amused by the whole scene of where you have Talia goes after Slade with a little group of the freaking ninjas, and they just fail miserably. Like, they get... They get ambushed. They get the whole place blown up and everything. Like they just get massacred, all but her. Like they did yeah. not do well. You think they would have been better trained? Like I'm like, you guys really suck. And Talia gets kidnapped, which I think is like like the only probably weird part of her character because like she totally wouldn't get kidnapped. Oh shit, no. <laughs> like she's she either gets... finishing her mission or she's dying. That's the only possible outcome. And I think this is when it clicked for me, because there's a scene shortly after when Batman fights a big mutated monkey with bat wings. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's when it clicked that who Kirk Langstrom was. That was amusing. Sure are a lot oh, of it was amusing. In here. It was just strange. I'm like, why is he fighting a mutated monkey with bat wings? <laughs> I didn't get it. I'm yeah, like, man. like, why? So I mean, it worked. What what's weirder for you is is the weird thing of like is is Langstrom's original like idea was that since he he was working on animal experiments, he experimented on himself at the end of the day, right? I don't remember, but I think so. So why would he turn everything into bat? Like it there it's a really weird thing where I, I was watching this too, and you know it's Kirk Langstrom, but it's like why'd he pick bats if he has no ties to it? Because like wasn't he like deaf or something originally? I don't remember. I feel like he was. It's been a long time. Yeah. I I think he was just trying to get like the sonar sense. Yeah. Too well. (laughs) Yeah. Or, you know, he, he, it's not like, it's also one of the weird things of me bleeding into the, you know, Dr. Michael Morbius needing, you know, human (laughs) bat DNA hybrid, whatever, turning himself into a vampire. So a lot of these things bleed together a lot. Yeah, that's fair. Hey, you know what? It's like they say, movies are a dime a dozen, but stupid ideas are fucking timeless. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then it, it's shortly after this, like, it's during the Wing Gorilla when he finds a, shurik, a shuriken, which is part of the League of Assassins, and he thinks that they're involved somehow, because they kind of are, I guess. They, they are. Yeah. yeah. Because essentially, I think Deathstroke is working with the League of Assassins. He kind of took over with a different part of it or something. And you have a, a whole thing where Damien's supposed to be working with Batman. Because I think he already get, he gives him the Robin suit pretty quickly, doesn't he? Or is that... No, wait, no, that's not yet. Because first he has this whole scene where yeah. he tries to kill the bodyguard or the, the right-hand man of Slade Wilson. And you have this whole scene where he goes to the guy's penthouse and tries to ki- kill this gigantic thug. So with that, uh, his, the guy's name is Uwu. It's U-W-U, Uwu. <laughs> but, Why? Uh, no, I'm kidding. It's Ubu. It's it's U B U. I just thought it was Still, funny. That's just stupid. But I was about to say, yeah, say Ubu one more time. I will fucking leave. <laughs> <laughs> it's a he's a man who likes his hookers. Yeah, which is fine. Yeah, I mean, I I thought when could they make a line where Damien's like Talia told, told me he comes to, or my mother told me he comes to Gotham to satisfy his something she used, and I thought like the guy was gonna be like some like taking these women up and killing women or doing something like you know bad. He just likes hookers. What's wrong? There's nothing wrong with that. He just likes hookers. I mean, that's fine. Yeah, man. Hookers got to eat, too. Stop being an (laughs) asshole. I'm just saying, it's a really weird thing. You have a guy who's, like, the the, the second hand of a group of assassins and who likes to wear, like, bear claw hands. And then he's just like, you know what I like doing, Gotham? Just hookers. I mean, I thought it was going to be something a lot worse. Like, he was killing people. Like, that was what he came to do in Gotham was, like, capture women and kill them or something. 
or like do mountains of cocaine. But no, just just wants to hook up. It gets lonely out there. And you know what? That's perfectly natural. <sighs> I don't know. I, I was just it was just weird to me because I thought they were gonna do something a lot darker and not just he has prostitution. Oh, okay. Like that doesn't okay. <laughs> what like what, what does that matter? So Damien and also, looks, what do you need to come to Gotham for prostitution? Couldn't you go anywhere? Like, it's not like that's something you got to be in one city for. Like, it's unless Gotham. you're going to Nevada, like, you can go anywhere you want. It's well, Gotham. like, maybe Gotham's got the good ones, so. Okay. Yeah, Got- Gotham doesn't have any questions asked. I mean, there's a guy running around and with a suit that has question marks on it. The giant crocodile <laughs> man. There's a guy running yeah. around as a penguin. I walked down the street with some hookers. No one's going to look my way, set my way a second time. There's a guy over there robbing a bank with that's, uh, you know, completely covered nice. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, Gotham. it's just it's just a, like a weird scene, like seeing Damien go after him. Like this is before he becomes Robin, and he's just chasing the guy with a fr- and the guy just like I don't know. The guy goes from an Uzi to pulling out freaking like you guys like you were saying earlier, Joe, just freaking bear claws. Like why? League and also the bear claws look like they're located underneath the desk that he grabs after the desk was or the table was tossed. Then he grabs them. Oh, it's just weird to me. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a scene in this movie which is described as a full grown man grabs a whole bar and throws it at a toddler and it's probably the funniest part in this movie. <laughs> okay. But, I mean, uh, he gets his yeah, he gets but, his ass beat by Damien. I did laugh. There's a part when he runs across the street and he dodges like the guy just runs in front of all the cars and Damien just jumps on top of the cars and runs that way. I mean, as unrealistic as it is because the momentum of the moving cars would push you so you couldn't make the jumps, but either way, it was cool. Well, see, what you don't know about Damian Wayne is that he's actually quite a capable student of physics, and he has <laughs> worked out. It's like that meme from The Hangover with Alan and all the math formulas. That's all that's happening in Damian's head. He is making small adjustments to account for the momentum and using his body weight to shift that momentum so he's able to propel himself onto the next vehicle. <laughs> okay. I don't believe that it, almost okay. sounded real, didn't it? I know. It did. I know it wasn't, but we'll go with it. I mean, and then it's like you have Damien about to kill this guy. And that's when Nightwing first shows up. And this is amusing because Nightwing, like, because you see the next scene when you see, you know, he's all tied up and Nightwing doesn't even know who the hell this guy is. He's like, oh, oh you like they're getting the crazy. You're getting younger and younger. And when you see <laughs> when you see Dick, he's all messed up. He's cut up all over the place. He's bleeding everywhere. That is the sexiest scene in this movie. Just <laughs> Nightwing beat up, cut up with the katana in his hand. This close to making it my screensaver on my phone. Just, oh, love me, so, love me some Dick Grayson. So we should tell your husband to watch off. You ever come to bed with a sword like, hey, let's react to see. I really like that costume, though. I really like Nightwing's costume. And I just I do love their interactions with this, like when he realizes that it's Batman's son and they're just constantly arguing, even when he's doing the when Alfred is sewing him back up, like he's keep bitching at him. <laughs> it's a good scene. It, it, it's kind of starts getting touching. Like, I think this is when you start to kind of feel for the character when you see Damien see the old Robin costume that was Nightwing is that my only question was, where's Jason Todd? Where's Tim Drake? Like, where where are they? Because they're supposed to be the ones, right, you know, before Damien. But maybe this was they changed the canon, I guess, at this point. So <laughs> this is this is my biggest issue with the movie. And I feel like the only reason why it's kicked out is because for time and explanation, because I, I was talking about this about my roommate because uh, she was watching it with me. And we're we're watching the series together because she's never seen any of them. And I've probably mentioned it before, too, on one of the Batman shows. The canon for the Robins makes zero sense, because if you have Dick who starts off being. Nightwing at 10 or 
Robin at 10, when does he become Nightwing at 15? Which kind of makes sense because the disco wingsuit is only something a 15-year-old would think is cool. (laughs) (laughs) But in this, it makes sense that technically, because you see the old Robin suit with no pants, that (laughs) uh, Dick was Robin for 10 years, and then he's probably around 20, 25 now, and he's nightwing but there's no others and there's there's no weird mess of well then how how old does that make jason what age is tim does is tim would technically tim still be robin if a new robin shows up so it just throws all that out the window no questions asked only nightwing just tim he when what does he become does he become red robin or something right yes yeah okay fucking weird you know here's here's how this conversation went there was one writer who was concerned about canon and like the rest of the room was just like, yeah, you know, we'll do this. We'll do this. Well, what about the other Robins? <laughs> Shut up, nerd. <laughs> That's how that conversation went. That's exactly how that conversation went. I, yep. I do like the scene when Batman ends up arguing with Damien, like what when he finally first becomes Robin. I do like that. I, I think it's a good touching, like someone who's all of a sudden finds out they're a father trying to be a father, trying to connect with his kid. I mean, the idea like, hey, let's put you on a put you in a suit and become vigilante is like, hey, OK, you're a little nuts. But like, it's a good scene of him trying to understand the world he just been put into. I, I really like yeah. it. I thought it was very, like, very touching and, and very realistic. As realistic as you can be if you're, you know, 10 year old is a ninja. Yes. Also, <laughs> I I do like where like Bruce sees the potential in Damien. Like it's kind of like like how he first saw Dick where he's like, you know, this kid's got potential. He has the moves. He has a style. He has the ability to become something more. And that's why I, I like that. He gives him the opportunity to become Robin to which is probably going to make Kenny mad. This is my favorite Robin suit of all time. It's a good suit. <sighs> it was a good hood. suit in this movie. I really liked it too. I was, I was thinking the same thing when he, when you see it for the first time when they meet Gordon, it's a good suit. I also like the Batman suit it's a lot a in this movie. It's a good suit. It's the I think the Batman suit is also really good in this movie. Yeah. It's your typical Batman like, suit. I don't want to admit it, but it's the movie looks good. The Robin suit does look good. I'll say it. I don't want to, but I will. <laughs> <sighs> and then you... And then it's, it's shortly after this where you have a scene that kind of shows like how dumbass freaking Damien is where they go to the stadium and they have to infiltrate the stadium to try to find Langstrom. And you have them like he's like, OK, you know, he tells Damien just stay behind me. Be, you know, be careful. Don't do anything reckless. And it, I think it's like pretty damn quickly. He starts being reckless and starts beating the yep. shit out of Langstrom when he first sees him <laughs> and throws him out. The, like all the things he could have done with him. He throws him out the damn door into the hallway, alerting everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> like. Maybe you shouldn't throw the guy out the door, like, you know? Yeah, well, you know, if Damien could stop being a punk for five minutes, it would solve a lot of problems, but nope. <laughs> you you also have, though, a very touching scene, and also very eerie as well, because they bring it up earlier, of uh, Bruce having a flashback with his dad to the, yes. uh, to the park, and uh, Bruce looking exactly like Damien, except having blue eyes, I believe. I mm-hmm. thought it was Damien at first. I was, I was, I was weirded out, then I didn't realize what they were doing. Yeah, it took a second, though. It comes up once or twice more in, in the in the in the Batman trilogy series where you see like flashbacks of Bruce and he's he looks exactly like Damien. Okay. Oh, it was just it was cool. Remi- As I say, that reminds me. Speaking of flashbacks, I don't think this series also has a single uh you know shooting alleyway scene. So <laughs> we don't need that anymore. And also, there's four <laughs> movies in the series. I, I forgot. Bruce. Hush is part of this. 
is the last part of the Batman series in the New Fifty Two era yeah, movies. Nope. 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 You saw Hush, like, didn't nope. you? Nope. Okay. <laughs> I heard. I heard the twist is really good, though. I know nope. what it is. I, I don't know what it is. Good. Yeah, we'll save it for you when we watch it. It's funny. I think it's funny. Okay. And <sighs> and different. I do want to. And I also enjoy this is when you see a bunch of them fighting a bunch of man bats like they just like they were just turning a bunch of people in the man bats. I thought that was kind of cool. Well, like I get that. Weird, like, but if you want assassins, yeah, assassins are cool. But flying assassins, that's even better. <sighs> so that that's probably where Rache's old man like stuff comes through. Because it's like, so Rache, what are we going to do for a new, you know, like a new tactical ability? It's like, just just make him into big Batman. <laughs> you mean like Batman? No, no, no. More, more like man bats. Just, just make them big ninja man bats. That'll work. That those won't get shot down with guns. It'll be fine. And they also yeah, ki- like they... this is Batman kills in this part because he puts an explosive on top of the stadium and he blows up the man bats and kills them a whole bunch of them. Nah, he, I mean they're dead. When that debris falls on them and crushes them, they're dead. I don't care what they what you say. They're dead. <laughs> but like. See, they're strong and powerful, and the debris doesn't crush them. It just incapacitates them until the serum wears off. Yeah. And just like yeah, in Arkham Knight, when you hit somebody going 80 miles an hour with your Batmobile, they're just shocked and they're just fine. Yep, yep. They're they're not dead. Nope, nope. They're fine. That's my favorite yep, part. Absolutely. Or when they take a uh, concussion shot from your from your freaking Gatling cannon or your you know your Vulcan cannon, like oh they're fine too. Yep, that that rubber bullet didn't just go through their brain and out the other end. No, no, they're fine. No, get up, yeah. Everybody fucking Arkham Knight is dead. <laughs> Everybody. No, the yeah. the the car lightly tases them away from him. Oh, okay? Yeah, okay. So before he even hits them, they get tasered and blown away. <laughs> sure. But um. Sure they do. Also, remember, okay. Bat- Batman's rule is that he doesn't kill people. Man-bats are animals. Doesn't count. But they're not animals because they were people that were then mutated, which they'd end up getting a serum for later in this movie to turn them back. No, 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 no. People, they're, they're animals. They're not people. It's fine. Okay. It's all completely okay. I feel also, like this I have... is getting down a dangerous road here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got some shit to say when we get near the end of this movie that I want to talk about. Okay. <laughs> and then you oh, have, like, boy. when they get... They get Langstrom. They they do talk to him. They kind of convince him to be on their side. Is is it, I guess a good way to put it. Like it doesn't take much yeah. to convince them to join. Them. <laughs> I thought that was no, amazing. But you know the only reason that Langstrom is working for what's Slate. bucket, yeah, is because his family's been kidnapped. They took his family and put so, him in some cell and been and have him captured. Classic. classic you also kind of see a you kind of see a violent scene here too. With like when you see Talia. And he's like beating the like he's been torturing Talia. Oh yeah, like pretty bad too. Because like she makes a comment, she's like, "I'll never talk." And like you can tell she's been beat. The, they beat the shit out of her. Mm-hmm. You know, just torturing her. Like it's 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 kind of a dark scene when you really think about it. Like it's and I think she even got moved somewhere else and got like you can look like she got tortured more too. Because like when Batman does get to the castle, he finds her cell and it's there's even more blood than when you see it the other time. Like it's they yep. were not. It's it's kind of it's kind of it's it's very not I shouldn't even say kind of it's very very dark. I was it was darker than I thought it would be. Like this movie had a few moments that made me kind of cringe. Oh, that's uh-huh. one part that hurt me. I know, oh, yeah. I remember which part it is. We're, we're gonna talk about that. I, I literally went, Ugh! and then my wife looked at me like it's an animated movie. I'm like, I don't care. But we'll <laughs> like I could write a whole paper about the way the DC 
animated universe treats its female characters, but that's not for today. That's for Killing Joke. <laughs> that yeah, someday. that's for Killing Joke. That is for Killing Joke. Which I'll wait it's a little on bit. the books. We're doing it now. At some point. Oh yeah, of course we are. We're doing all. We're doing every Batman animated. We're doing every Batman movie someday on this show. Come hell or high water. All of them. All the weird ass ones there are. Because there's Batman vs. Dracula. There's Mecha Batman vs. Like, yeah, there's a bunch of weird shit I want to cover just because. But not anytime soon. But, and then you Mecha Batman. And, yep. <laughs> like, when he gets to the castle, not a whole lot happens other than him finding the cell. But then he finds the family that was, like, locked behind a secret door just left to, just left to be dead, essentially. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I thought that was kind of fucked up. Like, yeah, we're, we're just going to, we're just going to leave the family here randomly in, in a hidden, in a hidden room that no one's going to find them and they're just going to starve to death or die of dehydration, most likely. Yeah, that's kind of fucked up. I think this yep. movie had, go ahead, Ken. No, I just said, yep. I oh. mean, because dehydration is a, t- gotta be a horrible way to die. Oh, yeah. Actually, probably one of the better ways. Oh. Are you sure? Yeah, because of, your body just kind of eventually loses its hold on reality. Once you become dehydrated and you like, obviously I've never died of dehydration, but from things (laughs) that I've heard, like the brain enters almost like kind of a blissful state. I I don't think I want to find out. Dehydration Uh, sounds terrible. I mean, burning to death sounds like one of the worst things you could ever do, but I think one of a a really good turning point that ends up making you go like a, Oh, and then go, Oh, okay. Is the really weird part where, um, Langstrom's daughter runs up to Damien and she's like, oh, Robin, my hero. And you kind of go like, a, oh, that's weird. And it turns out it's like a red herring to be like the slip on the tracker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I also got to give his memory credit. He only sees the coordinates once after he right before he breaks the thing and then he doesn't forget or he knew where it was already. Like maybe he already knew about the oil rig since he was part of the group. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably one of the uh, assets of the league at that point, because, I mean, it's it's an oil rig. Yeah, and this is where he sees his mother's been all beating the shit out of, too. <laughs> oh, boy. Poor Again, they get dark with this one, too. They get really dark with what happens to her. Yeah. And yeah. I, I did find this, and then they end up going to London, and, like, Batman just thinks, like, oh, yeah, Damien's fine. He ordered room service. Yeah, he, he's fine. He's in the other room. <laughs> he just escaped out the window. <laughs> they didn't learn a lesson. Well, also, the whole idea, like, so... Damien goes to this this oil rig, and his whole plan is to go in there, to sneak in there, to find Deathstroke and kill him. And it's pretty damn quickly when he's running down a hallway and just gets seen and runs the other way. Yeah, he didn't learn either. I mean, you think you're going into a secret base. The idea is that you can't be seen because if somebody chases after you, if they're smart, they're just going to sound the alarm. And then it's over. Well, you know, Damien has a lot of theoretical practice and not an actual, a lot of active <laughs> application. <sighs> He's a fucking dumbass. Theory. And He's also, the, the Robin costume is not exactly good for stealth. No. I mean, you're wearing a bright red costume. Like, they're going to see the bright red. I'm pretty sure. And yellow. Like, that's not what you should be wearing. Just, like, the- paint the thing in glow-in-the-dark paint. You'll have better luck. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, that that's the point of the Robin suit, though. And it's it's explained through canon, is if you, you don't get an all-black suit, if you can't be discreet in your bright-ass yellow suit and red suit. Nah. Robins are that color to take the gunfire for Batman. <laughs> <laughs> okay. New canon. <laughs> and I, I do the like there was. Band is... <laughs> I, I did like the joke, though, in here. They were like, 
Well, I mean, he's 50 miles also. It's not like he swam there. And the next scene you see is him swimming <laughs> yeah. in the water. Yep. That didn't make me laugh. I was also really confused that when they go to the oil rig and all of a sudden there's a giant underwater base below the oil rig. You know what? This I liked. It's good to see people going back to the James Bond villain school of like <laughs> weird bases out of nowhere that have nothing to do with anything like oh fucking volcano. Put a base there underwater. Put a base there. Space weird jungle island. Fucking yeah. Base. Yeah. Space. Fucking put one on the moon. Why not? <laughs> I'm fine with this. I love this. I need more flamboyant super villainy in my life. It, it do, now that you mention it, it does really remind me of a Bond villain. I didn't think about that when I was watching this last night, but you are right. It's very much like a Bond movie. Yeah. Okay. Except with a little shit. <laughs> and I also was thrown for a loop when you first see the Lazarus pit. That did throw me for a loop. Because I, I forget that Lazarus pit is not just a one thing. There's many of them. I always forget that. Yeah. Yes, now, in the something... animated universe... Is it canon that they can only be used once? I don't think so. Well, not if you ask Roz. Because I'm pretty sure that's the whole thing with Lazarus Pits. Even though there are a lot of them, they can only be used once. Hmm. I, know, I don't know. Uh, I know Racious is always used, like, continuously. But yeah, I don't know. Then I remember, like, in, in like what is it? Uh, uh, Arkham City. Like, they build one for Joker. It's kind of there. Yeah. I mean, that was just one of the weird things where it just happened to be underneath it. I don't really like that, though, in Arkham City. Oh, it gets worse. Don't worry. <laughs> I haven't finished Arkham Knight yet, so I don't know anything else. But I'll be hopefully finishing that. But oh, by the time you heard this, it's already been well done. But OK. And then you have a scene where they're in the last like you find out the whole point of the oil platform is just to pump Lazarus and sell it to people. Which, again, seems very against Raza Ghoul, because why would he want to sell his miracle drug that makes him special and keeps him alive? Like. I didn't understand. I didn't. Mm -hmm. That to me seemed kind of like not like him because from my understanding of him, he's not like he's selling it. He's keeping it for himself. Well, Rachel Ghoul isn't selling it, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. I also didn't realize they killed Talia in this, I guess, in this scene when when Slade has her. Does he shoot her then? Yeah. When she was trying to protect Damien for me. Okay. Because I I didn't really understand that. I was watching this last night and I'm like, what did I'm like, what the hell happened? Like all of a sudden she just gets shot and thrown to the ground. I think I was, you know, I was writing in my notes. I was very, very confused. And this whole thing is that Deathstroke just wants to kill Damien because he should have been the rightful heir. So his whole, like, he's like, I did all this to bring you here. And I want to be like, why don't you just bring him somewhere else where your men are waiting? Like, why bring him to an underwater base where he can fuck up your whole operation? But hey, smart isn't always what, you know. Yeah, like, I get it, Deathstroke. I want to kill Damien too. But, you know, have some sense. I think... I think the weirder part of that scene is Deathstroke has Talia and he's like, I have your mom. And then Damien just pulls out a fucking gun. <laughs> I, I will give him that. Like, that should really be the reaction all the time. You got my mom. Well, I got something you want. Fuck you. Here's a gun. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it'd be more. It's more successful than a katana or, or, a, or a battering. Like, fuck the battering. I got a gun. <laughs> And, like, if you're a Robin, people don't expect a gun. That's why Red Hood is such a successful vigilante. <laughs> because he has guns. Okay. <laughs> there's also some interesting, like, there's a, like, you see Batman use some, like, sonar thing that reminded me of, I think, the Batman Begins series, does it? The Nolan trilogy or something like hey, oh, yeah. that. Like, they all run away and they crowd into a tunnel. And I was just like, why are they crowding into a tunnel? But I'm like, okay, they're trying to get away. But I'm like, this is going to end terribly. And 
There's a scene here that really makes me question Batman. So Talia's dead. He picks her up. Damien runs after Deathstroke, which you're going to let a 12-year-old, I don't care how trained he is, go after a trained assassin. You're like, I'm going to stay with a dead girl. I'm just going to leave my son. Fuck it. I'm staying with a dead girl. Yeah, but Damien already took an eye. It's quite possible he'll take some other stuff. But why would you leave your son? As a father, I'd be going after my son. Yeah. Yeah, but he's still a new father. He doesn't know yet. He's like, <laughs> he doesn't know what he's supposed to do. Yeah, he hasn't <laughs> read the books yet. Like, I'll stay he with the dead girl. He just found out he had a kid like three days ago. Give him a break. Right. And I just thought that was funny where he just he just lets Damien go fight, you know, run away. And he just le- and he just stays here with, with her. If And I didn't if, realize she's already dead. If Harry Potter and Naruto has taught us anything is if you get if you're raised without parents, you're automatically an awful parent. Yeah, that's true. Oh, does Harry Potter become a bad parent as it goes later on? Yeah. Uh, what is it? What the fuck is that book movie that came out? Play First uh, a Child? Yeah, it just pieces the awful dad. Oh. <laughs> I was also I thinking about when the Batwing first shows up and they just start shooting people with the antidote. And like you have Kirk Langstrom in a little in a turret and like a bomber turret. I, I, I laughed a little <laughs> at that part. No, no, you should have laughed a lot because that's patently <laughs> ridiculous. It really is. I just can't get over Talia being dead because I thought people that were dead weren't put in the Lazarus pit because they did that with Jason Todd. Look how well that turned out. Well, you know, see, the problem, the problem was, and I am pulling this directly from thing about Lazarus Pits. Someone must be placed in the Lazarus Pit within a relatively short period of time following their death. Now, Jason Todd was not a relatively short period of time. No, because he was picked out from the dead and put in there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, Talia died like maybe three minutes before they put her in the pit. Okay, so, okay, fine. She's still fine. Now, apparently, it's a thing where it's, when it's used to bring someone back to life, that person is also rendered temporarily insane. Unless you're the Joker, then you just go sane. Wait, is that That a thing? That actually happened. Yes, that's the thing. In comics? Is that that the one? Yes. Fuck, I don't remember what one that was. Uh, I think it was New Earth. So that, was that White Knight? I don't, you're asking the wrong person. I know in White Knight he's sane from like some kind of magical pill he finds, but I, you know I was I thought maybe that's what it would have been too. Was uh, Legends of the Dark Knight 145? Oh, okay, that's weird. But fun fact, Kenny probably knows, but it's fun for you, Mike, because this is your introduction. So you said that if you put Talia back into the uh, into the Lazarus Pit, she becomes insane, right? Yeah. As opposed to, yeah, take that nugget and just put it in the back of your brain for right now. Okay. Yeah, just take that nugget. Just leave it back there for a while. You'll, you'll it'll come back eventually, maybe. <laughs> okay, that's a special tool that'll help us later. Yeah. Okay, you have my attention. And then, okay, so then you have the Robin or the Damien versus Deathstroke fight. And this part, this fight made me fucking cringe multiple times in this fight. Oh like, yeah. It it reminds me a lot of Phantom Menace. They go chasing after each other. They're fighting in some weird plant. Like, there's at one point he shoves a dagger into his arm, and then he takes a katana and shoves a katana into the other arm. So, Damien takes his fucking arm and pulls it through the dagger. I fucking winced. And that's when my wife looked at me and said, it's a cartoon. I'm like, I don't care. (laughs) Yeah, no, I felt that through my butthole. (laughs) Like, I'm like, like, can you imagine trying to shove your arm through it, like, to push yourself through the handle? I mean, the pain would have to be incredible. 
I can't imagine that because I'm not a ninja bastard. <laughs> like, I, I have a, a friend of mine. I know when, when we were kids at one point, he fell and a stick went through his hand completely. Oh, and I remember he had to get surgery and he still has a scar in his hand, obviously. And I, and I, and I'm like, man, I, I wasn't with him, but I remember him telling me the story. He's like, yeah, he also, he looked down he's like, Oh fuck. And he just, the stick is sticking out through his, you know, through his hand. Oh God. And he had to pull it out. Like, Ugh. like, yeah, it, it no. just made me cringe so much at this part. And then he, Fucking Damien throws three batterings and hits Deathstroke almost in the other eye. I'm like, do we need to make Deathstroke blind? Yeah, it would have been it would have been really funny though. Like to hit him in the other eye and he's just like, oh god, not the other one. Because <laughs> he's not dead, because he's in the Judas contract, which is part of the same universe. Is he? He is, I'm pretty sure. Uh. Which I mean, I know it's the same universe. Team Titan, that oh. movie comes back later. You know what? Yeah, Are you're you sure right. that's not before this though? Yes, no. it's after because all these movies take place in order of publication. Yeah. They start oh with yeah. Flashpoint, the Justice League War, and then and then this one is actually pretty early of that series. A lot earlier than I thought it was. Thank thank you for reminding Ugh. me of the Judas contract, Mike, because I forgot that they kept that very canon thing that happens in the comics in the movie that makes everyone uncomfortable. I don't remember yep. what I'm gonna watch it again oh, actually. I remember. Oh, and then here's a part that also kind of bothered me. So, like, Damien's about to kill Deathstroke when Batman finally comes back with a live Talia to go rescue his son. And they don't, like, he doesn't kill him. Like, he's about to slice him with the sword, but he leaves him. He pretty much leaves him for dead anyway. The guy's all fucked up. He's, they messed him up. He's on a freaking platform just laying there after they, and it's a place that's flooding anyway. Like, you're leaving him for dead. Like, it's the same thing with Batman Begins. where. I don't have to save you. No, because yeah, he gets hit with acid, and then he just they just leave him there. It's like, he's dead either yeah. way. I'm not going to kill you, but I don't have to save you. Yeah, <sighs> you do. Stop, stop being a dick. No, the bat what? loophole. I don't believe in that loophole. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe that counts. I mean, because if that was the case, I feel like Joker would have been dead a long time ago. He would just left him somewhere. Batman Look, always saves people. It's the bat loophole. You can kill oh people, animals. You can, you can, you can not kill someone but you can leave him for dead and uh, aliens also don't count either and you can hit him with a Batmobile oh going 80 miles an hour and they're just fine right yeah because you didn't see the death it doesn't count somewhere in the back cave is a bunch of bat memorabilia that's where your bat shark repellent <laughs> and your bat condoms are and then you have like this paper that's written like the constitution and it's the bat loophole <laughs> clause <laughs> I, don't know, I just oh really thought this was a God. weird scene where he doesn't kill him but it's like you left the guy for dead. Like he's dead. I mean, he's laying in a pit of ass of acid that just burned the fuck out of him. Like he ain't gonna be okay. Oh, you know what? We're, he's we're all gonna be fine. <laughs> yeah, no, we're all dumb. It's not acid, Mike. It's Lazarus pit juice. That's why he's fine afterwards. Oh, that makes more sense than acid because it looks like it burned. Robin. Okay. Okay. That's probably why he survives. Then he's in the other movies. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Ooh. <laughs> not what I expected but that's fine I mean they leave them they get away everybody's safe I do like the little scene where Tali's like okay come on Damien and then he doesn't he wants to stay with Batman yeah. and she goes on the sub and leaves and he's like I'm gonna stay I did really like that I mean it's I, been what a week maybe yeah but I mean you just found out you have a father like I mean he knew about his father but I, I can buy it yeah like you know I'm gonna spend some time and get to know my old man that's fine. I feel like there's just a lot of character development in a week. Eh, it's it. fine. Whatever. 
<laughs> I get where you're coming from, but like I, it's a cartoon. Yeah. He's also a child. Oh, that that might have something to do with it too. I don't know. I mean, children do like. I mean, sons do like their fathers, right? Sometimes, maybe. You know what? I'm not even gonna. Nope. Can of worms. Okay. Not gonna do it. Oh, my son likes me. How about that? <laughs> you know that? Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> hey, you know what? This is my second favorite form of Robin because the only other one I can think of that's like a really good one is the one from the Harley Quinn show where he's a little eight year old that rides around a fucking hoverboard. Yeah, I like that Robin though. I don't <laughs> like this Robin. This Robin can eat a bag of buttholes. Is that Damian Wayne in that in the Harley Quinn show? Yeah. Okay. Yep. I haven't watched it. Well, I, I watched season one and two, but I don't remember it very well. God, we should cover that for this podcast. I'm definitely thinking about it. What is so it? I think well, any sorry, what were you gonna say? I was gonna say you may hate this Damian Wayne Kenny, but did you know there's an equally more repulsive Ian Wayne? Yeah, what? there's one there's one Batman movie where they call him Ian Wayne and he's like like the press boy golden love child of Batman where he's out in the press and everything. I don't know. I saw I saw something about where people were talking about how people tend to erase that Damien is like part Arabic and part Chinese. And people were like, oh, yeah, you know, they, they make really, you know, whitewashing parts of Damien. And then someone's like, but nothing's as bad as Ian Wayne because, you know, people don't think Damien's a good name. So they call him Ian. Okay. Oh, that's disgusting. Yeah. I have how do you make a character that I hate even worse? You whitewash him. Oh, <laughs> God. Okay. I hate uh, it. Any any last thing to say about this movie before we go on to Shelf Stacker Box? I hate it, but I don't hate it. Okay. Why don't you go first, then? Shelf Stacker Box. What do you say, Ken? Fine. You know what? I'm not going to put it on the shelf. I can't. It's Damian <laughs> Wayne. Just by virtue of that alone, I cannot put it on the shelf. However... I don't hate it enough to put it in the box. So I think this is probably going to be my first Batman thing we've covered. That's no, no, I lied. I'll just put it in the stack. Okay. And what about you, Joe? This is going on a shelf. Uh, I've watched at least this entire series once. I watched this with my husband who was back into Batman originally and then stopped caring. And then, like I said, I, this is my third time watching it for the show because I've watching the entire thing with one of my roommates. And I think the whole series altogether is a really good collective of like, hey, you want to get to DC? Just start with this whole, you know, new 52 movie collection and you can pretty much just go from there. Yeah, it's a good way to get you into it. I agree. Yeah. All the movies are an hour long. Like that's basically one afternoon if you really want or two afternoons if you really want to. And it gives you a lot of information to get caught up with. Mm-hmm. OK, and I'll what go last. You, Mike? Yeah, what about <laughs> you, Mike? This on the shelf. I really liked it. I. I wasn't sure what I was going to think. I was like, okay, I'll, I'll watch it. And I'm like, this is actually really good. I really got into it. I was surprised how much I liked it. Like, I was surprised that it still held up really, really well. So it's going on the shelf, and I'm really glad we watched it. This was actually, this wasn't as good as Under the Red Hood, but this was up there. This was a really good film still, and I, I was happy to say that. I was happy to say that this was still good, because that doesn't always happen on the show. So that was nice. So yeah. Going on the shelf. I'm glad we watched it, and I look forward to seeing the other ones now. I really look forward to seeing Batman vs. Robin. No. Oh, yeah, that that one's really good, because not a lot of stuff uses the Court of Owls. No, I really like the Court of Owls. <sighs> Kenny, do you not like Batman vs. Robin? You can wait for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I've never seen it. I don't, I'm don't. i pretty sure. I, yeah, actually, I'm, I'm positive I've never seen it. I, I was 
I stopped sailing the seven seas at this by the time this movie came out because I met my wife. So and then I never got around to watching them. Once I met my wife, I stopped sailing. And now it's on HBO Max. Oh, that's the other thing. If you if you want to watch this movie we've been talking about and spoil the whole thing, it's on HBO Max. Go watch it. Oh, it's yeah. worth it. It's also on YouTube, most of it. You have to watch part like the same part over and over again at different times, but it's it's on there. Ew. And if you want to hear more, Batman, well, guess what? We've done a lot. We have done. And there's more. Actually, by the time you hear this, there's going to be more Batman that I'm not mentioning. Batman Year One, Film 30. Batman Arkham Origin DLC, Cold Cold Heart, Mini 19. Batman Under the Red Hood, Film 28. Batman War of Jokes and Riddles, Comic 35. Batman Arkham Origins Blackgate, episode 159. Batman Beyond Return of the Joker, film 23. Batman Court of Owls, comic 33. Batman Haunted Night, comic 32. Batman Arkham Origins, episode 139. Batman Mass of Phantasm, film 18. Batman Arkham City DLC, Harley Quinn's Revenge, mini 13. Batman Arkham City, one eight, episode 118. Batman Arkham City, comic 24. Batman The Killing Joke, comic 22. Batman Arkham Asylum, episode 97. Batman The Long Halloween, comic 17. Batman Death of the Family, comic 8. Batman Hush, comic 3. And then the then Batman The Genesis Game, episode 3. Okay. And the funny thing oh, is that... At least it's longer. There's, not, there's <laughs> at least three other Batman things that will be published by the time that you hear this. <laughs> speaking speaking so, of which, I didn't know this movie has an after credit scene, and it's just for Kenny. It it's, does? Uh, yeah. It's, I didn't uh, see it. It's during the credits. There's shots of uh, Damien and Dick just beating ever loving shit of each other. So, yep, that's kind of cool. It's great. It's, really it's cool. great. I didn't. Any time that Damien gets the shit beat out of is just great. And I know that as a 42 year old man, I should not be cheering on brutalization <laughs> of children. But it's Damien Wayne. You know, you put on the suit, you get everything you deserve, and he's a bastard. Okay, I give you credit for finding it because when you search "Son of Batman." Post credits, you get the Batman stuff instead, huh. which is not what I was looking mm. for. Fair enough. Okay, so yeah, that's everything. <laughs> Until we come back with more Batman, because we always do for some reason. Oh, yeah. Batman oh, is eternal, just like bad ideas. <laughs> <laughs> if you enjoyed this episode, there's over 350 other episodes. You can find everything on Podbean. Go look us up. Please follow, please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube. We are on YouTube with audio only. We also have a Patreon. If you want to help out the show, it's a little dollar. You can go vote in our Patreon polls that we do each month. And hey, guess what? There's Batman polls too, quite often, because Batman. So why not? Yeah, go vote there. I want to give a shout out to my awesome intro and outro, courtesy of Helena at Hell Hash Fear. You can follow her on TikTok. And last thing I need to say is give a shout out to my buddy Bill Tucker, who did the MCU movies with me. He started his own podcast, Gamer Looks at 40. Definitely go check him out. I think that's everything I need to say. So we will see you guys all next time. Bye, everybody. So long. See ya.